Hey, bre. You want a drink? Sit, bre. You want a drink? I know you don't want my daily nuts, so. There's a can of nuts in the yeah. background, by the way. Sure, uh, I would like a drink. Or a drink, as you call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. What do you want? This guy just pulled this out of his ass. Very so nice. what is this? It's an EFIS. Strawberry flavor. It's in a the, premium quality non-alcoholic malt beverage. It's an EFIS. Would you like one? I'll have one for later. A non-alcoholic like malt beverage. Yeah. You know, the more I talk, the more I need to hydrate. And the more I need to just like moisten up my, my cords. Isn't it interesting how they... Where is this from? Turkey? I don't know. Actually, but it's, it has to be on here somewhere. Instead of like maltodextrin or sugar, they put fructose dash glucose mm. syrup. What the hell is that? Which is basically the same shit. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, it's like a different way of making it, I guess. Ah, very nice. I'm going to open mine. So. Said bringing you Ooh. Turkish delight beverages. How does this open, dude? Okay, we're going to do a taste test then. You're going to give it a taste test. Damn it. Not nice. Kobe, but... Nice throw. Ready? Oh, that's a, that's a manly taste test right there. Leave no room for interpretation. Wow. What does it taste like? Grapefruit, and, but mostly pineapple. This one's pretty good. If you're going to pick this up, Pick up the pineapple grapefruit. Pretty damn good. Um, wow. Nice. One out of ten. What do you rate it? Two. So it's kind of nice. What? Did you say two? No, no, no. <laughs> I was I'm like, saying multi two. Sorry. Um, but no, a rating out of ten. I'll probably give it one more. No, no, no. One, more, one more. Let it simmer. Gotta act like Gordon Ramsay in his own kitchen. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't really have bitterness. So I would have to say this one's an 8 out of 10, dude. 8 out of 10. Yeah. What would make it a 10 out of 10? Um, the, the reason being is that I haven't sat with it yet. You get me? So let me let it settle. What do you need to like put candles around it? and like No, because some of them just have, <laughs> I don't know, dude. The bubbles, the soda, okay. the carbon, you know, just really, uh, sometimes the acidity just kind of plays around. When you drink these, it's pretty pretty solid. I mean, two sips, two like manly sips, mm-hmm. and you gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out of ten, not bad. Nice flavor and quality. I can taste it. Brought to you by Ephes, <laughs> the original premium quality. Yeah. Now back to PBS Kids. Anyway, um, so I've been having a hard time editing lately. Do you want to tell them why? Why? I used to be really happy editing, you know? I was a very happy editor. Oh, is it because you consistently, routinely mm-hmm. get calls from Carl's Jr. No. asking them if they if you want to buy any food from them? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, would you like to eat? Imagine getting a call from your restaurant. <laughs> Hello? Would you guys like to order anything off of our menu today? Can you leave me alone, please? Thank you very much. Um... No, but that's not why. My monitor. 
My oh, editing monitor. Oh, I, I forgot about that. It tumbled. It went full retard. <laughs> it just fell. I mean, it went, dude. It went from this to... Mm-hmm. It could have fell on me. That would have been... That would have been it's not. a heavy monitor, bro. Yeah, It was but, about 68 pounds. But you were also like three feet away from it. Unless yes. Unless you were closer. I don't know. Well, at the time, I was writing. So I was leaning forward. It's like right up on it. Yeah. Right? Um... <laughs> Terrible, terrible accident. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately. Um, I've been trying to get a new one, but they're backed up and back ordered. So what uh what model is it? Model and brand. Shoot, it's the uh I want to say the XG49VQ by Asus. Now stop. For those of you who don't know what that looks like, it's a curved monitor. And the first time I saw it, I was extremely impressed because mm-hmm. it was like cinema quality like i don't know how to describe it other than i was in a mini movie theater yeah and i'm also i also calibrated the the, the colors to to fine tune it yeah so it's it, and, it, and that's what it's capable of doing that so it's <clears throat> one of the reasons why i picked that one up mm-hmm. you know because there are a lot of 4k monitors and whatever out there but but yeah, dude it's sad because that was my was my it was set up for me you know yeah and now i'm on just one 27 inch monitor and <laughs> it's very different because I am switching tabs a lot now instead of having multiple monitors, but it is all good in the hood. Still gets the job done. Hopefully yeah. you'll get a, a new one. Mm-hmm. Still eyeing this. <laughs> anyway, dude, what's been on your mind? Uh, I'm very curious as to why you don't like mashed foods or mashed meals. Uh, okay. You almost barfed in your mouth. A let me tell bit. you, let me tell you something. All right. So my mother once asks me, she's like, hey. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. No, yeah. Please turn off your phone. Jesus. Anyway. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm talking about um, breakfast. And my mom's like, oh, we're going to make this like certain dish today. And I was like, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's just eggs. But we just like mash on top of it. We put some veggies. So like tomatoes, onions. And, all. and I'm like, dude, that, those are the juiciest veggies fruits whatever you want to call them mashed in with eggs i'm like dude picturing the plate i'm like dude i i don't want uh vomit you know like things that look like mashed just okay i I think it depends for me i can't bro like for me presentation is everything i don't know about you okay let me let me give you a meal that i would i haven't had it in a while but i'd have it routinely like maybe four five times a week bed of white jasmine rice Mm -hmm. Four raw egg yolks, kimchi, and like maybe one other thing. Yeah. But I would mix the egg yolks with the jasmine white rice. Okay. Is that nasty to you? Because it's very creamy, <sighs> consistency-wise. Kind of, yeah. You know, when it's like- It makes that- Yeah, yeah. Only pasta should sound like that to me. You okay. get me? Yeah. Melted cheese. Good. Cool. But- Only, only some fine linguine. Like, why, are you, why are you going out of your way to create that? No, most most carbs are just chewable. So what, what do you we gotta hate make the, it what do you tasty? hate the most about it? It just resembles vomit. No, I just feel like when things aren't meant to be pasty, why make it pasty? Yeah. You get me? Like, sure, if you're gonna have a dish that that could be pasty, just have them separate. So I'll have rice on the side, and then that sauce on the side, or whatever paste it is, because it just kind of sections it off. But if I place it all together, and it's just all. You know, like, bro, 
I can't, dude. This just but, popped in, into my mind. Yeah. Can you imagine Gordon Ramsay walking into your kitchen while that's being made? <laughs> and what is critique of the meals oh, going to be? Imagine he likes it, though. No. That, I'm picturing him liking it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I can't see that. No? He's going to throw around a lot of F-bombs. He's going to be like, what is this shit? <laughs> it's raw. Start throwing plates everywhere. Yeah. You know how Gordon Ramsay does it. He has, he's got unbelievably high standards. He's he's Gordon. Like, what do you what do you want from him? You know, like that's why that's why he's invited on shows is to do that. Yeah, because if he didn't do that, I don't think he would be that successful. There's one show that he's in with um with two other like famous chefs. Mm-hmm. It's like Gordon Gino. And some other guy's name, they tour um, each of their hometowns, and they actually make meals and you know prepare for weddings and stuff. It's actually really funny. Really, like I did not expect it to be that funny, but it's it's just the natural chemistry that they have together, mm. and it's unfiltered, yeah, unscripted. I love when that happens. Yeah, like accidentally, it's kind of like Seth Rogen and James Franco. <laughs> it's like that. Like when you see them together, you're like, oh hell yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, you know, crazy. Um. What, did you hear about this whole Margot Robbie Parts of the Caribbean crap? No. She's starring in Parts of the Caribbean. For who? For Johnny Depp? I hope not. Yeah. I think that's no, what it looks fuck like. fuck off. I swear that's what it looks no. like. No. Um, that was, uh, th- this morning I had the biggest eh face Where'd of you all read time. That? It was on the news, dude. It was there's like on no, Apple News. Dude, there's no way they're replacing Johnny Depp. Here, I'll show pick. you. I don't care how good of an actress she is or any other woman is. You don't replace Johnny Depp with a woman. Yeah. It's just not how it. Um, but it was on, I believe on, pu- oh, Puberty's page right here. <laughs> New Pirates of the Caribbean in development starring Margot Robbie. Bruh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it they confirmed as- it. I don't it, know. Is it as, what's uh, Captain Jack Sparrow? As the lead. As the lead. That's what they confirmed. That's lame. I swear. He adds that the future is yet to be decided. But it's like about uh, Johnny Depp, of course. You might as well have put Amber Heard as the main actress. Like, <laughs> oh, what, come God, on, dude. Come it's on. It's just, I don't know if it's like, it's not, it's not. Why does it have to be replaced to begin with? Why can't it just end? You know? Why it has to continue. Dude, why can't, who, who makes the Pirates of the Caribbean series? Uh, Disney, but. Why can't Disney have a pair of balls and just put Johnny Depp in the role? Because, because Johnny, that's well, what everyone wants I to think, see. I think Johnny Depp also just stepped out. He's. No, he didn't step out. He get, they kicked him off because of the. Yes, but the I think they Amber kicked Hurt. him off and then they said, okay, you can come back. But then he decided not to. I think that's how it went down. I don't know about that. He was going to get paid like 25 mil off of that role. I don't know. And anyway, he needed that money. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess. But anyway, the replacement. Now, the controversy here that is that people are disliking the fact that a woman is getting replaced. It's just so, so unnecessary. It's just unnecessary for it to continue to begin with. Listen. If it didn't happen, don't force it. Disney already took a hit on the woke agenda mm-hmm. that they implemented. A lot of people are like against that now. And their stock market reflected that. So why don't you just stick with the script mm-hmm. as it has been? Really? For real? Yeah. I don't think anybody else should be in that role besides Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. 
just because of the past movies it, and how well he does with dude, it. Dude, it doesn't make any sense. He has embodied that role. That's it. Mm-hmm. Done. Like that's him. We don't think of Johnny Depp as Johnny Depp anymore. We think of him as Captain Jack Sparrow. Right? Everybody can agree. Um, so I don't know. It it's it's terrible that they're doing this, but they're pushing through. So whatever. Who cares? Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. Are you? No, definitely not. <laughs> watch us watch it. <laughs> My care for Hollywood and everything just blew out the window probably mm-hmm. like a decade ago. Although there are some movies, you know, every once in a while that are good. Yeah. Lately, I feel like I've been thinking a lot about um, Denzel Washington's son that came up and coming as an actor and he's been doing really well lately. You know who he is, right? Um, Forgot. the hell's his first name? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, It does matter, but. (laughs) It does matter, but it doesn't matter. Denzel Washington's son. It's Washington, obviously. What the? F- I didn't up, quite catch that. Pops up as Samantha yeah. Washington. Who is Denzel Washington's son? Well, John David Washington. His name's John. So, um, if you've seen Tenet, he's in it. The main, the main, Tenet, guy? the black guy. Oh no, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not you know did that not know was that. son. Yeah, see, so it kind of changes everything, right? You're like, Ooh. the one in the. The scene with the gray suit, black dude, is fighting off the other guys. The one with um, Robert Pattinson. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I did not know that. Huh. Yeah. So you kind of look at that differently now, right? Doesn't You're look like, like it, him at all. It's weird. That's why when when someone told me that, they were like, "That's his son." I'm like, "What? Crazy." Doesn't you would think he would kind of look like him, but no. Maybe he just looks more like his mother. He had a great perform- performance in that movie. So I yeah. think he's following in the footsteps of his dad. He definitely has the light. And I mean, dude, his mentor is his dad. One of the best actors alive. Yeah. It's gangster. Yeah. Training day. Oof. Every time you feel like a little bitch, you gotta watch that. You watch yeah. Training Day. Yeah. Crazy. But what about his son? Um, no, he. I was thinking about like the list of actors that are probably going to stick around and be like the next A-list people that we respect, oh. things like that, you know? Yeah. So I feel like respect for a lot of people has gone out the window nowadays, you know? I mean, look at our presidents. Look at our, <laughs> like the way everything is built. Mm-hmm. It's just bit built on a joke almost. And <clears throat> that's why I feel like film has always had this resonance where it's like uh, professional in a, in a certain way. You know, we keep our, our privacy private and uh, the things we want to give you, we will give you and we will, live life when it's time for life and do work when it's time for work and mm-hmm. give my acting life some time as well. And like we develop multiple parts of our life and we keep that private and then we give you what we want to give you. And it's kind of awesome. Yeah. You know, that's how they stay low. It's, uh, you're choosing like every day, you're kind of writing a script really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I'm going out tomorrow, you're going to be writing a script almost, you know, and it, yeah, I think those people in that industry, that that's probably how their mind operates. Yeah. Just everything is like viewed from the lens of movie production and scripts yeah. in general. And staying low. Yeah. yeah. Laying low. It's, but yeah, he was one of them. Like he's one of the faces that I keep seeing. Like, dude, he can play many roles, I think. <clears throat> and he has the eyes connection. So to be a great actor, I think you need to have really good speaking eyes. And mm-hmm. if you can do that, then it's like, it changes the whole thing. It changes cinematography. It changes the story. It changes the Give feeling. the audience a little bit of a, 
of mm-hmm. a preview. Yeah, and there's not, and then the actor won't have to do insanely crazy things with his body because then he emotion is in the face. So it's like, no, I could mean, be completely I mean, still. What? I mean, give them an example. Like, I'm gonna throw out an emotion. You're gonna try to do it with your eyes. Okay, go ahead. What's an emotion? Anger. Jeez, uh, dude. Okay, hold on. Kind of. Emptiness. It's not really an emotion. I, I guess depression or apathy. Okay. Excitement. Yeah. It is pretty crazy how, how the yeah. eyes, it's subtle, but you can tell. Yeah, it's, it's usually these corners. It's these corners. It's your cheeks. Your cheekbones play a, a role too because we have muscles here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's everything. And then your eyebrows. Some people don't have eyebrows that can extend. Some people don't, can't have, they don't function. So they can't do. I can't do the other one. Like, I can't do that. I don't know how you do that. I don't know. I just got extra. Anyway, I was blessed. Blessed with the eyebrow technique. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of important. And there's a reason why I like film because it takes you out when everything gets messy here. Film is its own world. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you can choose where to be for a second. Yeah. Um, and if that is a good escape, then it's a good movie. And the person that made it is really good at forming that escape, did a really good job at reeling you in. So then you respect the guy more. And you see why they nitpick who's working on these things. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's emotion. The people that know the science and philosophy of what they are doing all the time, and they formulate their own formulas and they measure their skill all the time. Those are the people that get chosen to do great things that benefit their soul and get paid very well and have great connection, mm. and, you know? It's funny that you mentioned, I mean, this topic in general, because I was going, maybe the past two days, I've been going down a rabbit hole of searching up like on YouTube, most badass movie moments. Mm-hmm. And they have like, 19 to 20 parts separate videos yeah and it's just a sequence of like of course the most badass movie moments so one of them was uh the book of eli denzel washington has a couple moments in that movie where it's just like damn like he for example he's in the bar um he gets approached by one of this one of these you know hardcore guys and basically beats his ass yeah knocks him out and then like 20 guys surround him and then he starts reading a bible verse takes his knife out. What was it? To the dust we shall return. And then he starts just, just annihilating. Oh God, I love that so much. It, it, strong. Was that in the middle of the movie? Then I think so. It's, it's just amazing storytelling. You know, everything yeah. from the soundtrack to how it, it's played out, yeah. all the intricate details. Yeah, so think about it this way. You can start a, I swear to you, you can start a film from any direction almost. You can start with a story. You can start with audio. You can start with, music and sound. So I can essentially write a symphony and, mm-hmm. and close my eyes, listen to it and picture something. And as I picture these scenes, I'm kind of formulating a story. Like why am I picturing a dude holding a knife? Okay. I could take that further and then start escalating and then write. And then you'd be like, okay, I could write a story out of this. You start writing a story. Once you do, now you have dialogue pieces and whatever, and you can picture mm-hmm. certain actors in mind and you start finding actors that would, dance really well to your symphony like as an actor 
You know, they would do really well by understanding you. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see like, um, I've never thought Tarantino, about perspective. Tarantino always works with the same actors. If you notice it's because rhythmically they're all aligned. Gotcha. Like they're all in the same tune, you know, they're mm-hmm. on the same wave 24 seven and they understand his type of writing as an actor, you know, and vice versa. So yeah. it all kind of like as a team, they're all synchronized. That's, mm. that's what makes a freaking great movie. Well, if you were to make a movie, which piece would you pick out first? Would it be the soundtrack? Dude, every, every project's different. It's like, why'd you start it to begin with? Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's so it is. crazy to me, like to have this, to have a symphony in, in your head or to make one on, you know, Adobe or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. platform you use. And then to think about a story that would go around that. Yeah. So let's take the soundtrack of Gladiator. Okay, I love that soundtrack. There's a lot of cello in it, right? So every once in a while, I'll listen to cello. And cello just reminds you of a certain like resonance. Like it reminds you of a certain um, like color index. So, mm-hmm. so like a lot of browns, autumn leaves, whites, oranges, and yellows, and creams, yeah. beiges, you know? It reminds me of that. That's like, I don't know why, but I can put sound to color almost. I can put sound to a feeling and feeling has color. And colors have a feeling. It's, it's, it's crazy. So it's like, if, if I listen to cello and I'd be like, ooh, like I can feel like a sense of hope almost in mm-hmm. this, right? Then I'll be like, okay, I can build something off this theme, which is hope. And it doesn't necessarily have to be sad, but it could be this way and I can end it abruptly. Or I can do my this. Favorite one. So you, you, what you're doing is you're taking storytelling techniques and you're using your own philosophies as well. To get it out of you, as long as you get it out of you, that's your philosophy. However you do it, do it. Just bring it out. Because if you use, choose someone else's philosophy, it may not work. Mm-hmm. It may take you forever to realize that you haven't done anything. This is my favorite one. Come on, Lisa Gerard. Yeah. With that soundtrack. Come on. Dude, and it just reminds me of being a kid, that movie, that whole thing. I am Gladiator. Yeah. What a good ass movie. Um But yeah, interesting. Like keep a keep an eye out for that. Like always look at actors. Yeah. And I'm when I mean actors, don't look at like people like um you know, like Netflix productions. Dude, look at people that are doing high grade, really crazy budget, um, really well-known director, like chosen actors. Look mm-hmm. at those people. It's interesting. Yeah. It's always interesting to follow. I like that. It was a good subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another one that I came across probably a couple of days ago, but this is a, let's just say this is a mini achievement for humanity in general. Sick. And the headline is scientists successfully grow plants in moon soil for the first time. So this is of course a significant milestone. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so amazing. It's just wild to think about. But uh here's a little bit of a description. The lunar soil was gathered during the Apollo 11, 12 and 17 missions to the moon. So in total, it weighs about 12 grams or a few teaspoons. So only a little bit of it. Wow, okay. They couldn't take too much. <clears throat> and what they did is um, they put a specific type of, of seed in there. 
they did provide a nutrient solution because you do need that in order for a plant to grow, right? Yeah, of course. And they found a few interesting things. Of course, some plants grow, or this specific plant grows more slowly because in that type of environment, you're just not going to get as much growth compared Mm -hmm. to, you know, on earth. Yeah. But I mean, it's just so wild. Like, try to imagine the moon with plants on it. Yeah. It's, it's funny because last night I was, I took my little brother out and I was like, yo, grab my lenses. We're going to grab, uh, we're going to swap lenses outside. We're going to just take uh, videos yeah. and pictures of the blood moon. Which was amazing yeah. last night. It was amazing. And uh, we went out and we just started. And you, every time I look at the moon, you always just picture it and you're like, I can see the craters. I can imagine the texture almost. And you get lost in this thing. And all of a sudden you're not thinking about anybody on this earth. You're just thinking about you and the moon. You're not even thinking about you. Just thinking about the moon. You're just looking eventually you'll think about you going to the moon. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. I but you. like right now, you're just thinking about the moon and the connection between you and the moon. You and you're like, you're like mesmerized. You're am fascinated. I ever, you're. Am I ever gonna step foot on that thing? I think so. I started thinking about like I need a new savings account now. <laughs> For the moon. Yeah. For the moon. That's it. Well, it's gonna be a big savings account because. Mm-hmm. I think a flight with Virgin Galactic to like the edge of space or to the edge of the atmosphere is around $350,000. I'm gonna open a new bank, call it Howl. Howl. <laughs> it's only savings accounts for the moon. But like, let, let's explore this a little bit. Yeah. You live on the moon. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have bases. There are a few plants. Let's see. Or, I don't even know how you want to set this up. There are plants inside, or we've managed to terraform the moon enough to the point where we have plants outside do we want second earth i don't think so no like what would be your daily routine on the moon definitely float float around and shit you know well if you're given that opportunity i I feel like it's going to be more dangerous what do you mean given that opportunity because when you build probably latch you onto something bro like come on no when you build an environment like let's say a, a little like module that you live in it's going to be, I assume it's going to be depressurized. So you're, it's going to be like you're on Earth. Okay, so you're talking about in, in many, many years from now. When say it's just, 15, no, probably 20, 30 years. I'd say 50, but yeah. 20, 30, 50. Can you imagine just waking up and you're like, <clears throat> and you look outside, you have like a full window panel, crystal clear. Yeah. Planet Earth Wait, is what you see instead of the sun or the moon. You mean, don't you... When you wake up and you're already outside, you're in the deepest outside you can pee because you're not on earth. That's crazy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's a a funny thought, right? Because you're on the moon. Yeah, it's trippy. Yeah. Like, what what do you do? So you live outside. You go to the Whole Foods on the moon? I don't know. Like, what? (laughs) Whole moons? Wait, no. Whole moons. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Um, a fucking Taco Bell on the moon, like, yeah, bro. come on, dude. <laughs> Drive through in your little jets, Jetson like machine. Literally, do copyright laws exist on the moon? <laughs> What's the jurisdiction? There of, are actually of California laws. Highway Patrol, bro. I think there are laws that have been agreed upon. Like nobody can own yeah. a piece of lunar soil, I guess, or maybe it's a first come first serve. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see. 
I don't know, this whole moon stuff. I, I feel like it's getting closer to becoming a trip, maybe, you know? Yeah, it, it definitely is. Unless you're one of those conspiracy theorists who believes that, like, you know, it rainbows are fake happened. or... Yeah. <laughs> rainbows are fake, dude. <laughs> Antarctica is one of the places where you <laughs> enter you really the just say world. that? I've never heard of that. Dude. Rainbows are fake. <laughs> I know people who believe that. Can we end this episode? <laughs> Can we? Rainbows are fake. Can we please end this episode? I can't stand that anymore. <laughs> All right, we're cutting it off here. Hit the outro. Because people believe rainbows <laughs> are fake. Okay, guys. If you believe rainbows are fake, go ahead and follow us. <laughs> As a matter of fact, don't follow us. No. <laughs> Just stay away. Rainbows are fake, huh? <laughs> I don't know why that's hilarious. You ever looked at a sprinkler system? Yeah. You know, when the sun hits it perfectly, <laughs> you see a fucking rainbow, like light spectrum. I'm done, dude. I am done. If if that's how we think, I don't know if we should have a podcast. Actually, that's why we have a podcast, because people think like that. And we're here to help you. <laughs> when you find out their sense wasn't that common. Help most of you, at least. Yeah. It's so funny. But to those of you that have listened from the start and listen every day and to, to the new ones, welcome. Um, we love that you're here. We love making these episodes and we are loving sticking around and just like we're we're literally working. In the process. In like pre, it's just fun. Yeah. Pre-production there, all the time. Like we're always thinking about the next idea, the next thing. Dude, there do. isn't a part of this that isn't fun. Yeah. And I've I've begun to realize that. Exactly. Yeah, and everyone seems to be responding well. But yeah. if you enjoyed this, go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Don't forget that. And follow us on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast and Twitter at 2AM Pod. We're also on Instagram and pretty much every social media platform yep. you can possibly tend to. Besides Snapchat. We don't yeah, have Snapchat. We don't, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. Catch you next time.